Looking for the next big thing in gaming? Well, it's only a few clicks away at GoldenNuggetCasino.com. GoldenNuggetCasino.com already has the largest selection of online slots in the Garden State, and now you can play your favorite table games with the very first statewide online live dealers in the U.S. It's called Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer. All of the dealers have their own unique personalities talking to you as they deal the cards. Live Dealer is broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and streaming directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop. And as long as you're within New Jersey limits, you can play from wherever you happen to be or on the go. Tablet, phone, or desktop, wherever you are, you can enjoy Enjoy the live dealer experience. Play Golden Nuggets online live dealer today in real time, seven days a week. Now from noon to 3 a.m. Blackjack, roulette, baccarat, all live in real time on GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the newest and most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nuggets online live dealer. Truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey only. Problem gambler. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another installment of House of Cards. This is Dave Weishat, all deep from the swamps of Jersey. And we have a great guest for you this week. You poker players know him as the founder of the website Pocket Fives, but he's also the founder of two new websites, NJOnlineGambling.com and PenBets.com. I'll be talking to Adam about all things New Jersey and Pennsylvania and the issues facing these two huge gambling markets. And then we're going to have a mailbag where we're going to answer your questions. So stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet and check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Now, I'm sure everyone has made some sort of New Year's resolution, whether it's to lose weight, work harder at the office, whatever. And we always seem to break them a few weeks into the year. Well, here's one resolution you need to make and keep. Getting a good night's sleep with MyPillow. They're the most comfortable pillows on the market. It's patented interlocking fill adjusts to everyone and their sleeping habits. I use MyPillow all the time. 
I sleep great at night and wake up pain-free. I even travel with MyPillow. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. I really think it's time for us to do something. This is all getting way out of hand. What do you mean? The song is sweet. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. I'm excited to talk to our next guest. You poker fans out there know Adam Small from his amazing website, Pocket Fives. But he has created two new websites that are equally as great, njonlinegambling.com and penbets.com, which are two websites you'll hear a lot about, especially on this show in the future. And on the line to talk about those new sites and some of the issues facing these two huge gaming markets is Adam Small. Adam, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Dave, thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. I, I got to tell you, Adam, for someone who lives in New Jersey like myself, and I do a lot of work in the gambling business in Jersey and Pennsylvania, I want to thank you for creating these sites. They are chock full of information that is so useful to people in those states and around the country who want to learn more about those uh, those markets. But for people who are not, but for people who are not familiar with these sites, what is NJOnlineGambling.com and PenBets.com? Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for the kind words, Dave. Um, NJOnlineGambling.com is a site that we created a little over a year ago, late 2016. I created with a partner, and the goal of it basically was to be a complete resource about everything that players and industry people alike would need to know about the online gaming industry in New Jersey. And it's mostly focused on casino and poker, but... We also have information about the upcoming Supreme Court case, well, the, the in-progress Supreme Court case regarding sports betting, and we do some articles about uh, DFS and about other legal and regulatory changes and things that happen. We, we write a lot about um, things like the top banking methods, the easiest ways to get money in and out, uh, changes in bonuses on sites and offers, promotions, but also a lot about just industry happenings and what's out there for players. And, uh, and penbets.com is in the process of becoming a very similar site, but for the state of Pennsylvania, uh, focused on, again, being a complete resource about that market. We're still kind of building that one out, but uh, it's already got a fair amount of good information on it, and we're, we're working constantly on putting more there. I tell you, you, you chose two states that are really at the cutting edge of the uh, gambling business, whether it be online gambling, sports betting, and like you said, daily fantasy sports. And in fact, I know one of your big stories that you covered last week was the Bitcoin ball from FanDuel. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Was Did they actually give out cryptocurrency as a prize? Amazingly, I guess, <laughs> I mean, for people who follow crypto and, and who follow Bitcoin, it seemed, I guess, like an inevitability. Uh, cryptocurrency 
has filled up my personal Twitter timeline over the last couple of years in place of poker and other types of gambling is I think a lot of professional and serious gamblers have moved from poker and other types of gambling into uh, what what I used to call, I guess, currency gambling, where you would you know trade currencies between various countries and whatnot. And now they're actually trading these cryptocurrencies that are basically countries that don't have a nation attached to them, but instead are created over the internet for various purposes and are used, I guess, as an investment. I, I don't fully understand exactly how people view them. They're kind of a new asset class, but uh, they've become very popular and they're particularly popular for for people who gamble online. And uh, so FanDuel tried out this tournament that basically was a, a standard football tournament on a playoff weekend, but instead of paying out in cash, it paid out in Bitcoin. And by doing it this way, they were able to do what they normally do, which is set the prize pool static ahead of time. But instead of setting a flat number of maximum entries, that kind of matched up with that maximum cash price pool, they basically put out an uncapped entry field. They, they capped it at 999999 <laughs> for a $3 buy-in, but they weren't ever going to get anywhere near that, no, and everyone no. knew it. And so it was effectively an uncapped field. Uh, the I think it was 120,000 people that entered or something along those lines uh, created a prize pool, a total buy-in pool of, I'm sorry, it was, was $128,000 that were bought in mm. on the $3 entry, so uh, 40, 40-some thousand people that were playing. And uh, and the prizes were worth, at the time, about $45,000 total. So the rake was about eighty grand in this tournament. And wow. now, of course, Bitcoin has dropped off a whole bunch, as that's a very volatile investment. They're now, now that prize pool is only worth about 27000 I think, <laughs> uh, last I checked. So... Um, they're trying out a new type of price, very volatile, but also very hyped up and interesting to a lot of people. And, and I think a lot of people thought, you know, why not put three dollars in and see if I can win on something that's worth fifteen grand? And and it seemed to work out great for FanDuel for the players. Maybe not so much, but I'm sure the winners are happy. <laughs> Stick around; we'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Now, I'm sure everyone has made some sort of New Year's resolution, whether it's to lose weight, work harder at the office, whatever. And we always seem to break them a few weeks into the year. Well, here's one resolution you need to make and keep. Getting a good night's sleep with MyPillow. They're the most comfortable pillows on the market. It's patented interlocking fill adjusts to everyone and their sleeping habits. I use MyPillow all the time. I sleep great at night and wake up pain-free. I even travel with MyPillow. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. Some houses are born bad. You're listening to the House of Cards. I never dreamed that any mere physical experience could be so stimulating. Welcome back to House of Cards, Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, we're talking with Adam Small, founder of NJOnlineGambling.com and PenBets.com. Like you said, Bitcoin is everywhere. You can't turn on Twitter or Facebook or the news and not hear about Bitcoin, which leads me to believe, uh, was this a publicity stunt by FanDuel or was this an experiment of possible things to come down the road in daily fantasy sports? I think it was not I wouldn't I wouldn't classify it as a publicity stunt. I would definitely classify it as an experiment. I think that FanDuel has had some some pretty well-known struggles over the last year or so in terms of uh they've lost a lot of market share to DraftKings. Mm-hmm. 
they used to be the clear leader in the industry, and they're they're clearly not now. They're the clear number two, and I think that they've had some trouble with just figuring out where they're going with their business and are trying some new things. And uh, as far as I can tell, from from their business perspective, this is a rousing success. They they got a lot of rake out of it, which I think is kind of secondary to learning some things about their user base and. Uh, clearly running an event that was interesting to a lot of people. And I would bet that of those 40-some thousand people who entered, that probably most of them were not professional daily fantasy sports players because I, I think the pros just wouldn't have seen the value in an event like this. So it was probably a lot of a lot of recreational players, maybe some regulars, but also a lot of people who just wanted to try it out and see it take their shot. And I think uh, that to them is very valuable. They can find a format that is more attractive to novices than to pros. Do you think the pros were like turned off by, I I think I read in actually your article that the rake was like 65% to FanDuel. I mean, did that, you know, sour a lot of professional fantasy players away from this tournament? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's just hard. It's probably impossible for anyone to view this as a profitable venture to enter into a tournament like that with, with a rake that high. And, uh, and the, the ultimate payoff of first prize of 15 grand, while a lot for the average person isn't really that much for the professional daily fantasy sports player. Um, and they would typically be entering many times into the same tournament, not once. So it would, it would be very, it's a very difficult proposition for a pro to enter a tournament like that. And I think that's kind of the point. That's what uh, FanDuel has had so much, so many problems with, uh, and DraftKings too, with just games getting eaten up heavily by the Sharks and uh, new players just uh, churning their funds too quickly and not coming back because it's so difficult. And if they can find formats like this that are attractive to newbies and, uh, and unattractive to pros, I mean, I think ultimately that's that's a big part of the goal. And we've seen a lot of the same thing in poker, for that matter, and other peer-to-peer gambling where the uh, the house, as you will, uh, is trying to figure out ways to uh, get more of, of the, the people who lose money to have it more, more end up in the house's pocket and less in winning players' pockets. Now, FanDuel was the one that did it. I know DraftKings and FanDuel, they're always mentioned in the same sentence. Do you think DraftKings will try something like the Bitcoin Bowl for for them down the road? Or uh, do you think it was a one-time thing for just FanDuel? Uh, I, I don't know that DraftKings is going to try it, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if they try some different things. And I think they already have on some level. Mm-hmm. But I definitely would expect both of these companies to experiment with different formats and particularly with the general idea of trying to uh, create games that are not so dependent on high-volume winning players that need to be fed. And, and so if they can figure out the solution to that problem as, as it is a problem for their business um, then I think that they're going to be on a, on a better track to profitability because both of these companies have gone through hundreds of millions of dollars in investor funds and have not been profitable and if growth has become somewhat stagnant for them that becomes a real problem for their business as they continue to need uh, venture capital but aren't showing the, uh, the kind of metrics that attract big investors so um, I definitely think that now is the time in, in that industry where you're going to see a lot more experimentation. Mm-hmm. Well, do you see Bitcoin moving into the online casinos in the same fashion that Fandle used it for the Bitcoin bowl? Moving, moving into the into the, online poker, you say, sir? You know, like the online casinos in New Jersey and and soon Pennsylvania. Do you see them experimenting with Bitcoin more? Uh, I don't right now just because it's so heavily regulated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's already happened with some of the offshore online uh, gambling sites, and I'm sure it will be continuing to happen more and more with cryptocurrency. I actually know that there are some cryptocurrencies that are being created or have been created specifically around the idea of, of being used for online gambling. Uh, and there's been a Bitcoin poker site for many years, but... Uh, as far as in the regulated New Jersey and Pennsylvania markets, 
it's hard for me to imagine simply because the regulation is so heavy and there's such care taken about um, just, I, I, I guess, just about everything uh, compliance-wise. Uh, I, I think there would be a lot of concerns about using an unregulated currency. Well, one of the states that would have to think of issues with regard to online gambling is Pennsylvania, who recently passed their own gambling expansion law. With regard to online regulations for Pennsylvania, we get lots of questions to the show about what form it will take. Will it be the Nevada and Delaware version of just poker, or or will it be the New Jersey model of offering lots of casino games? With regard to the model the online casinos in Pennsylvania will take, what will the Pennsylvania market look like? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's an interesting question. Um, I think that it's going to be similar, more similar to New Jersey than, uh, than certainly any other state right now. Of course, New Jersey is the only really big market in operation at the moment. But I do think that you're going to see some differences. A lot of people have, have talked about this already, but uh, because of the tax rates in Pennsylvania, which are very, very heavy on slots, the rate's over 50% on, on slot machine revenues, and uh, it's only, uh, I believe, 16% on table games. Uh, there's going to be a lot more focus on table games and on trying to create a slot-like experience at table games, meaning you know, maybe there are side bets or bonus bets that are more like slots, or maybe they find ways to make table games just feel more like slots. Uh, these game developers are pretty creative about that kind of thing. But the bottom line for them is the rates on slots are probably going to be make it make it very difficult to profit on that product and uh, online gambling is already a fairly low margin product and having tax rates that level uh make it nearly impossible so i think you'll see a big move away from slots whereas in new jersey uh we have well over half of the revenue that's made is, is from slots and that's just a huge focus whenever you go into any online casino uh, slots are what you see in front of you, and then everything else is kind of secondary to that. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Now, I'm sure everyone has made some sort of New Year's resolution, whether it's to lose weight, work harder at the office, whatever. And we always seem to break them a few weeks into the year. Well, here's one resolution you need to make and keep. Getting a good night's sleep with MyPillow. They're the most comfortable pillows on the market. It's patented interlocking fill adjusts to everyone and their sleeping habits. I use MyPillow all the time. I sleep great at night and wake up pain-free. I even travel with MyPillow. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two Go Anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with my pillow. Don't do what I did and run out. If it's working, don't quit. Why would you stop? Why undo all the good that's been accomplished? You've got to feed them right for life. Dynavite is nutrition. If I ever took Roy off of Dynavite... No, 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 no. When I get to about three quarters... When I get down to the bottom of my box of Dynavite... Oh, no. I've got a couple more scoops. It's time to place my order. Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite for your dog this week. We'll send you a big tube of Doggo Suds free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Suds shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba... Aloe. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Free. 
this week at Dynavite.com. Just feed your dog right. Use Dynavite. Dynavite for life. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to uh, mention something, that if any of you have any poker questions that you would like to ask, we are always interested in your questions and comments about the show, about the guest strategy questions. They could be practical questions about where and how to find the game. Send your questions to info at houseofcardsradio.com. And you can also get our tweets on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash HOC radio. We're very interested in them. And of course, if they're particularly interesting, we'll put them on the air and answer them here in our segment of mailbag. Info at houseofcardsradio.com and www.twitter.com slash HOC radio. Info at houseofcardsradio.com and www.twitter.com dot com slash HOC radio. Forget all these formulated, extruded, processed cereal bits. With just the raw meat and the eggs and the Dynavite, it's it's unbelievable. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite for your dog this week. We'll send you a big tube of Doggo Suds free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Suds shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Free this week at Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Many athletes dream of becoming a professional football player. For those young men that do get drafted into the NFL or affiliated leagues, life changes forever for them and their families. Repeated head trauma during their professional football career causes many retired NFL players to experience long-term neurological issues such as ALS, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and dementia. Our attorneys at D. Miller & Associates are ready to help you immediately. Contact us today at 1-855-PRO-LAWYERS for your confidential discussion. Again, that's one 855 Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of January 22nd, 2018. Well, it seems like criminals are targeting Vegas casinos on or near the Strip to rob. Since January 10th, Harris, New York, New York, Ellis Island, and the SLS Las Vegas casinos have all been targets of robberies. In addition, the suspect who robbed the Bellagio Poker Room in November is still at large. Safety experts point to the high-risk, high-reward aspect of robbing a casino, stating that in some cases, they have more money on premises than banks. The Hard Rock Casino in Atlantic City, which took over the shuttered Trump Taj Mahal when it closed in October 2016, is looking to hire former Trump employees. On its website, Hard Rock posted that it is looking for former employees who had been employed at the property at least 30 days before the Taj Mahal closed. The property, which will reopen in the summer of 2018, will have 2,400 slot machines, 130 table games, and generate 3,000 permanent jobs. And finally, some sad news. Video slot pioneer and casino owner Stan Fulton passed away in Las Vegas. Fulton was the owner of Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino in New Mexico and owner of the company Fortune Coin, which developed the very first video slot machine. Stan Fulton was 86 years old. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fortley and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. 
real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards, Dave Weishadow with you here. For those of you just joining us, we're talking with Adam Small, founder of NJOnlineGambling.com and PenBets.com. Like you said, Bitcoin is everywhere. You can't turn on Twitter or Facebook or the news. And you know, one of the more interesting issues when it comes to online gambling in Pennsylvania is the issue of the skins. For those listening around the country who might not be familiar with that term, what are skins and why are they important when we talk about online casinos? Sure, yeah. So... In the state of New Jersey, um, which is where this concept has really come to be, at least in the U.S., um, in order to get a gambling license, an online gambling license, you must have an actual casino on the ground in the state of New Jersey, in Atlantic City, actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are only a handful of casinos in Atlantic City, and not even all of them have an online gambling license. There are only five that do at present, which is uh, the Borgata, Tropicana, Golden Nugget, Resorts, and uh, whichever one I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm missing right now, but uh, oh, know Caesars, the, yeah, Caesars. <laughs> and uh, and and so you know, in theory, you would think that there would only be five online casino brands running or five online poker brands, but actually, the brands that are operating the state are there. There are more of them than that, and in some cases, the casino is not using their own brand for their for their online poker site, they're using another brand. Like, for example, Caesars. There's no Caesars poker, but uh, under the Caesars license, there is WSOP.com, which is the World Series of Poker's online site. And so, um, in addition to people having a license, they're allowed to run uh, a certain number of brands in conjunction with their license. And some of those brands are brands that belong to other companies. Uh, For example... Uh, Resorts Casino has Resorts Casino online. They're also running Mohegan Sun Casino online and uh, Poker Stars. And Poker Stars is a completely separate company, but they're operating through Resorts license. Uh, they have some sort of arrangement with Resorts, which is not public, but uh, where they're either sharing their revenues that they generate from online poker in the state with Resorts, or they're paying Resorts a yearly fee or a monthly fee or an upfront fee, but whatever the case, Resorts is being compensated for poker stars playing under their license. And what it means is that it effectively shares the operating costs, at least in terms of licensing and, and uh, compliance uh, between various operators under the same license. And in the state of Pennsylvania, this is particularly relevant because the licensing fees are very high. In New Jersey, it's only $400,000 up front to get an online gambling license. Uh, but in Pennsylvania, it's going to be upwards of $10 million for a lot of these operators. Uh, if they want an online slots license, it's going to be $4 million. For an online table games license, it's an additional $4 million. And for online peer-to-peer gaming, such as uh, poker, it's another $4 million. Or you can pay $10 million if you do it soon to get all three. So it's a significantly steeper upfront cost, big investment that a lot of operators are going to be hesitant to put in if they aren't sure how many years or decades it's going to take to get that money back, especially with the high tax rates we talked about before. Mm-hmm. So um, if, if skins are allowed in the state of Pennsylvania, as they are in New Jersey, that can help split some of that risk and, and some of that upfront cost up between various companies. Like, for example, uh, Betfair in New Jersey works with Golden Nugget. Betfair is a, a major European uh, on- online gambling operation, and also they have, they have betting stores all over Europe, and, uh, and they operate an online casino in New Jersey, and, and they share with Golden Nugget. Uh, if they're allowed to operate and, and share a license with, say, Parks Casino, and just to name a random one in Pennsylvania, 
then parks can split that 10 million up into maybe only be paying 5 million up front or if they can share their license with a few other skins, maybe they're each only paying two million up front. It's still a lot of money, but it makes things a little bit easier for them to stomach going in. Um, and also knowing that they'll have a more diverse set of revenues. If, if one brand doesn't really take off, they can still be getting revenues, uh, parks or whichever land-based casino in Pennsylvania can still be getting revenues from other operators that are attached to their license. So um, if it doesn't, if Pennsylvania decides, and, and there have been rumors that they might decide not to allow skins at all, they're going to be putting all the burden of those upfront fees and all the compliance costs and everything else on the shoulders of each individual casino by themselves uh, who wants to operate. And it just might mean that most of the casinos stay out entirely because it's so costly. I mean, you know, you raise a great point. I mean, a lot of times I play online in New Jersey at Borgata. And, you know, that has a bunch of different platforms underneath it. I mean, if you look at Borgata and then you go to Party Poker, the platforms are almost identical. But there are a lot more games, a lot to choose from. And, you know, it allows the license holder to maximize their profits in the market. So I, I always thought that was a very important part of the online experience. Uh, and I noticed that the Pennsylvania expansion law, gambling expansion law, was pretty silent with regard to skins. Why do you think they would leave something like that so important out of the law? I think that they do it because it's a question that's typically better answered by regulators than by politicians. Um, it, it took several years to get online gambling passed in the state of Pennsylvania. And by all accounts, at least within the industry, the law that was passed was far from perfect. A lot of people are very unhappy with it. I spoke to one executive at uh, a casino that runs an online gambling site in New Jersey uh, just today who said that uh, they, they actually wish that no law at all had passed in Pennsylvania. And I haven't heard a sentiment that that negative from very many people, but um, there's a lot of a lot of frustration about all of these costs, and, uh, and, and you know, yeah, it's going to make it it's going to make it challenging. Uh, and so, I, I think that you know, the thought of, of politicians making those decisions with with the minimal information that they have, which they've already done with the taxation stuff, but you know. I, th I think that most people would rather it be handled by regulators who know the industry a bit better. You know, when when any time a uh, law is passed, I always try and look at it and try and get what they were thinking. The the, the one thing that is conflicting to me is I, I look at the, you know, the Maryland Live situation, the Cordish Corporation. They wanted to build Philly Live, but they were prevented at the time because there was a law that said – you know, if you own one casino in the state, you can't own another brick-and-mortar casino in the state. And they had a partner involved in the new casino, Philly Live, that owned the casino in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. But with the new Pennsylvania expansion of the gambling law, you know, they they wiped that, uh, that ownership requirement away. So they, they knew it was bad for business, it was bad for the industry, it was bad for the state, and they said, you know what, that's a crazy idea, let's let's wipe that away, and now Philly Live can be built. It, it seems like it'd be, they're going back to the old way of thinking if they don't allow skins and they don't allow, you know, the the casinos in the state to really try and maximize their profits. Yeah, I mean, I think that you highlight kind of a bigger problem here, just in general, with how these laws come to be, which is that the politicians are just not people who, for the most part, know anything about this industry and how it works. Um, and that's the case with a lot of industries that they're tasked with passing laws that you know lead to, lead to regulation in one way or another. The politicians don't really know much. They've got a million people calling their phones, uh, lobbyists, but also regular citizens who are asking for all these different things, and it's really hard to sort out which people are, are asking for things based on what's best for their company specifically as opposed to what's best for the market when you just don't know that much about it. And so uh, these laws come together over these periods of, of months or years that are full of just different things that different people have asked for, and I think the politicians really do their best to put it together in a way that 
they think works for the most stakeholders possible, including the taxpayers and whatnot. Uh, but they struggle with it because it's complicated mm-hmm. and because you got companies like Penn National, for example, that uh, they just own the one casino, Hollywood Casino, right in the middle of the state near Harrisburg. And their interests are just incredibly different than the interests of, say, Rush Street, which has Sugar House Casino in Philadelphia and Rivers Casino in Pittsburgh. Uh, you're just looking at such geographical difference in terms of where their land-based properties are and Penn National came out, they were very upset about uh, satellite casinos, another feature of the new law, because they were worried that they were going to lose their grip on that market in central Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And they ended up making a huge bid on a mini casino right in the middle of the state, like a, almost a ridiculous bid, just to prevent other companies from putting casinos there. you got all these different interests that are kind of at each other's throats already all the time. And then when a new law is passed, they're, they're even more just it gets to fever pitch and uh, it's really hard I think for politicians and even regulators to sort out all of these different things and, and figure out how to best just put everything together so as it stands now what is the status of the skins debate in Pennsylvania as it stands now there hasn't been any official announcement about it there have been rumors that in regulatory talks, that some people are leaning towards not allowing skins, but I'm not sure that much should really be read into that. A lot of times that just means that one person who might have leaked something out of those talks said something like that, and not necessarily that that's the way that uh, the, the Pennsylvania Gaming Control Board and, and whoever else is making these decisions is is eventually going to rule. So I tend to think that there probably will be at least some skins if not, uh, you know, there might be a, a limit of two or three per casino, but I think there will be at least some because I think that eventually the operators will convince the regulators there that it's just necessary if you want more than a, a couple of people to pay those big licensing fees, and they do. I mean, the biggest reason I think that lawmakers were convinced to pass this law when they did was because they needed to they needed to secure funding those big licensing fees in the near future to plug some fiscal gaps. Adam, we're running out of time, but I want to remind everyone to go to njonlinegambling.com and penbets.com to keep up to date about what's going on in these two important gambling markets. And you'll be hearing a lot more about njonlinegambling.com and penbets from this show in the future. Adam Small, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and I just want to take a moment to talk about our friends at PenBets.com. You know, Pennsylvania recently legalized online gambling, so it won't be long before the first online gambling sites start launching across the Keystone State. So if you want to be a player in Pennsylvania, you need a place to go to stay on top of the latest developments. And that's why you need to check out PenBets.com. PenBets.com is led by industry experts and provides the most in-depth coverage of this new and exciting online gambling market. News, reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker. At PenBets.com, you'll have everything you need to navigate the Pennsylvania online gambling scene at your fingertips. Where can you play? What's the latest game being offered? Which casino is running which site? You'll find these answers and much, much more at PenBets.com. Pennsylvania is a new market for online gambling, and things happen fast. So you need a resource that's reliable, insightful, and most of all, trustworthy. And that's PennBets.com. That's P-E-N-N-B-E-T-S.com. Stay ahead of the game with PennBets.com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. 
That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Now, I'm sure everyone has made some sort of New Year's resolution, whether it's to lose weight, work harder at the office, whatever. And we always seem to break them a few weeks into the year. Well, here's one resolution you need to make and keep. Getting a good night's sleep with MyPillow. They're the most comfortable pillows on the market. It's patented interlocking fill adjusts to everyone and their sleeping habits. I use MyPillow all the time. I sleep great at night and wake up pain-free. I even travel with MyPillow. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Everybody is to leave here immediately. This cafe is closed until further notice. Clear the room at once. How can he close me up? On what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. I love that scene from Casablanca. It's so, so subtle. Uh, <laughs> uh, Everybody, I'm Ashley Adams. In case you didn't know, this is House of Cards, and uh, this is my favorite segment, the mailbag segment. I'm in studio with Dave Weishattle, as we are every week. I really, I hung out in Boise. I went to their first Thursday festival. I went to the great breakfast place, Goldie's. I went to the great uh, dinner place called the Stagecoach. I went to the Anne Frank Memorial on the river. I, you know, tooled around town. Mm Mm-hmm. Then I drove to Pendleton to the Wild Horse Casino. And were, they, and were they open? I know there was last time we talked, there was they, some question that yes, they were going to be open. Fortunately, they were open on Sunday, the poker room we're talking okay, about, the because they were closing for their big uh, Wild Horse roundup, uh, which started the f- following week. I played the last day that they were open prior to opening up their huge bingo hall for a very, very big tournament. Um, so my 50th state actually took place in Pendleton at the Wild Horse playing a tournament that they had. Um, I just was like Delta Jack Deuce, something like that. Uh, folded my hand, but it was an important uh, moment for me. It was a milestone. It was a yeah, milestone. milestone. That's exactly right. A yeah. milestone. Milestone. And then um, I got to tour around Pendleton. They ended up doing a story. We got the about uh, me. I was go, the, go to our Facebook page. We tweeted about it. It's up there. Oh, so. good! And it shows you how much attention I pay to our Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, right. That's terrific. It was on the front but page of the, the paper. Eastern the Oregonian. East Oregonian. East Oregonian. The Oregonian okay. is the big paper in yeah. Portland. So this is on the eastern side of the state. So they call it the East Oregonian. Um, I played around the Portland area. There are, well, it's the best city to play poker in. Is it really? Because they have all these casinos, poker rooms. They they do not rake. There's okay, no charge. I was about to ask about There's the no rake. There's no charge. There might be a $10 entrance fee for the night. Okay. But other And then I, I played at the Escort Club and the Encore Club. And they had no. Yeah, there might be a difference between those two clubs there. Well, I'll tell you, uh, it's because uh, escorts were on my mind. But I played at the Encore Club for ten bucks. You can play all night until like two or three in the morning. They gave me a free entry card, so really it was two nights for ten bucks. Okay, and that was fine. And then I also played, or I went to play, because the idea intrigued me so much, to a strip club hmm, okay. that had a poker table and a poker game every night same deal no rake 
for free. And what was interesting about that, it was called Lucky Devils. <laughs> okay. And first of all, you had to get there two hours early to lock up a seat. They, right. they told me a half an hour early. I got there an hour early. Is there a seat limit? How many people they, they allow? They only have or? seat uh, nine players. Oh, okay. Wow. So, and they only set up one table. So if you're not one of the first nine, you've got to wait till somebody leaves. And unfortunately, they didn't tell me that. If you're not there two hours in advance, you don't get to lock up a seat. So I got there an hour and a half early, waited to get a seat, and nothing opened. But while I was there, I observed the game. And here was something interesting that I never would have guessed. They had really, you know, drop dead gorgeous women. They were like, models. so this is out into the, near the dance floor. This is not a back room that they no, bring no, you. No, the in. poker no. table wow. is here, and then fifteen feet to the uh, right of the table are two poles, <laughs> and you know, one woman after the other. How is, would you concentrate? It's amazing. Well, here's it's the amazing. interesting thing. I watched the poker game. Not once during the two and a half hours that I was there waiting for a seat, not once ever was the game slowed, was anybody paying attention to the dancers and not the game. In fact, I did not see one set of eyes looking at these completely naked <laughs> pole dancers once. They were all engaged in conversation. They were eating. They were drinking. They were playing poker. They were kibitzing. They never glanced up at the naked wow. women right next to them. I don't know why. Um, it was very interesting to me, but maybe they were trying to focus so hard on the cards that they were trying to shut everything out. I don't know how they maybe, would do that. I, but that's the amazing. dancers, that's they that. knew all the dancers because oh, okay, oh, there's Ginny. And then Ginny, when she was done, like they'd have dancers in rotation. So one would come down off the stage and come over naked to the poker table, put her arm around one of the players, and Bob would look up and say, hey, Ginny, how you doing? And she'd say, fine, you want a neck rub? And he'd say, sure, and she'd rub his neck, and then she'd leave and go put on a G-string or something. <laughs> and then uh, I would lose all my cash. I would just – well, I, I wouldn't be able to concentrate. That's, it was like just wow. one part of the scenery. It was just furniture. It was not anything risque. It was not something that people were distracted by, alarmed by. Anyway, it was very interesting wow. sociologically, so, of course. Yes. <laughs> um, so I had a great time. I've now played poker in all 50 states, and I'm starting to write my book, The 50 States of Poker. And if there are any publishers or agents yeah. out there, give <laughs> us a call because that's what I need. Absolutely. Hey, so that'll great. do it, and uh, come back next week. Until then, good luck and good night. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>